We steam into hour two this morning. Uh, Jason Puckett is off today. It's uh, the gas man with Brad Adam. What's with the real Brad Adam? Was there a phony? I know there's a Brad Adam. Ship. Was there a phony Brad Adam and you had to do real? Or is that just because... That's a good question. I don't know. Some people just do real Brad Adam when they're on... I the, think, to be honest with you, Root set that up. And, was that right? Uh, yeah. Well, you guys, you I'm TV not, guys don't have to do anything. <laughs> you, no wonder Angie doesn't respond to me. It's somebody from some poor intern at Root going, I don't know who this idiot is. They're probably is. tweeting for us. Yeah. She probably has somebody tweet for her. No there wonder. That explains they set a it lot up, of it. And I did not care, and that's what they came up with. That's fine. Yeah, yeah it's fine. It, it's, it, well, that, yeah. way, that way we know for sure it's you. That is the, right, the real one. Because the fake Brad Adam would never think to put real Brad. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't be thinking that uh, quick. Like Brad that. was at Safeco Field until when last night? When do you when do you roll out of there? The half hour? I mean, you, you do the post game. Is it four? 45 minutes after the game, maybe? Probably. Yeah, about 45. Yes. I would say about 45, get to go. Yes. Has the traffic cleared by then? Usually. Yeah. Now, I'm worried about Friday. Oh, yeah. Weekend Weekend will be a little different. Because of the crowds, but also Friday fireworks night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Stay for that, and then the parking garage will just be a parking lot. So we usually like to stay up in the booth and have a couple of uh, beverages Mm -hmm. to kind of wait out the traffic a little bit, which is smart. And yeah. then drive home. That's I, smart. I, that's why. That's why. That's why you're. You know. You are who you are. You're good at. It. You're fine. You're not getting out of control. Diet cokes. Come yeah. On, people. The um. When I did the Sonics post game, I used to love. That was a, my, the only thing I really enjoyed about that job. Because I used to say it's basically you're just talking to angry drunks on the radio who are pissed off. Well, about callers. Something. Gotcha. Right. Uh, but then I loved that. You know. So I'd go to the game and then I'd I'd, I'd go back to the studio. I'd wait for Calabro to wrap up his portion. Uh, and then we'd do our thing. By the time I walked out, it was, you know, it was empty. The streets are empty. You can get home easy. But you were there last night and you saw a, a really another remarkable Mariners win. And there's a lot of great things we can talk about with the M's, but we also ought to talk about the one great thing that we're seeing out of the Angels right now, which is that Mike Trout has a personal vendetta against this team. <laughs> Seemingly. What did we do to him? I'm not sure. And he came in in a pretty big slump, too. Mm-hmm, yeah. He was like one for 19 in the Minnesota series. And he comes in here. And he does something that no one's ever done at Safeco Field. He's homered two, he has two consecutive multi-homer games at Safeco Field. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Never been done. By anybody? By anybody. No kidding? Mariner or opponent. Never been done before. I would not have believed that. And he becomes, because I've got, again, because I don't do a lot of work, I admit that. <laughs> yes. Our yeah. crew, Neil Silver, our, our producer, found out that he's the ninth player in Major League history to hit have back-to-back multi-homer games, and your team lose both games. Ninth player in history. The last was in 63. Really? Hadn't happened since 63. 63. Back-to-back multi-homers game, and his team loses both. Well, I just He's got 31 home runs now against the Mariners. And I I put out last night that we get to a point where, look, because remember the year Barry Bonds hit 73 home runs? There were guys, I remember a couple of different managers walked him to load the bases. They would say, you know what, we're going to put him on. Or with the bases loaded, they would still walk him. That's right, yeah, yeah. I don't care, one run. We'll get one run instead of four. And, and it's I, almost to that point. It's I mean, ridiculous. I, I thought last night that the second guessers could have a field day in the seventh inning in particular. When he comes up, I think there's two outs, first base is open. And, and you know, what's the old baseball thing, though? Don't bring the tying run to the plate. Yeah, the tying run came to the plate about 900 feet later when, when Trout hit a ball to Pluto. It's it's crazy. This guy is, uh, I mean, he's he's clearly, and he's got to stay healthy and all that, but but he's going to be in the discussion of best ever uh, absolutely. if this continues. He is so far ahead and so far beyond anybody right now. There's not even a debate. You know, like most sports, and I guess maybe with basketball, everybody kind of agrees LeBron sure. is the best. I guess you can right. say. But right. there's debates, you know, best quarterback, best running back, mm-hmm. best this, best that, hockey player, best there. There, 
there's no debate who the best player in baseball is. Right and, and, now, and at this moment. That's Mike yeah. Trout. It, yeah. It's not even close. So uh, kind of thinking last night about that and watching him play. I'm out there with Val. We're waiting for the show to start. And Diaz strikes out Trout to end the game. Right. And I said, and now you've played with Junior. And this is good for you, Mike, because you covered him. I, right. I, I miss Junior in the prime. Right. In the 90s. Right. I wasn't here. And this is before cable, internet. Nobody ever saw Junior play. Mm-hmm. In their prime, who you know who's who's the better player? Yeah, Mike Trout now or Junior in the nineties? Yeah, you know, and, and Valley had to think about it. And said, you know what? I I, re- I don't know because they're both the best player in the game. Mm-hmm. They both can do everything, right? And they're just at another level. And so that was an interesting question. So, kind of your thoughts on that? Watching Junior yeah. and, and Trout? I'd go Junior because I'm biased, and sure. as I think, I, I think Junior was more spectacular in center field. The Trout's great. I think you're right, but Junior was just and what Junior did. Uh, and the great ones all can do this. Trout can a little bit. Junior made the average play look incredibly easy, and the spectacular play look almost. A- I mean, he just like was routine. so good at, at making plays in center field. But like the thing I heard about Trout last night, I'm, I'm and I'd have fallen out of my chair if I hadn't had it reclined in a nice, comfy position. Uh, I heard, I think it was Sims say he's 13 for 13 and stolen bases this year. I'm like, wait, he's what? Yeah, he's running a little bit more this year. Right? He's thir- he hasn't been caught once. It's June you know, 13th, and he he hasn't botched any of those. Yeah, is there anything this man can't do? He's uh, maybe he can't pitch. Yeah, he's not Otani, maybe, but right. yeah. It, Watching him, you know, just enjoy it, like you said earlier. What's enjoy the enjoy- enjoy the enjoyment? Yeah, because he's that. and really Mariners win, he homers. It's 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 a perfect combination right now. For yeah, but guys. I, I wonder if they'll get to a point. I wonder, and and you know, maybe it won't. Maybe what we're seeing right now in the Mirage, and the Mariners are going to put the Angels so far behind them this year that it won't matter. But I wonder if they're playing in a game that matters at some point this season. If Servos are going, you know what, we're going to put him on. Sure. Where, you know, unless it Take means, your chances with yeah. Upton and, and Pujols. Yeah, and, oh. and, yeah, I know. It sounds crazy. Yes. It sounds good. But, you know, it's, yeah, I, I, I mean, and, and then last night I think, you know, get look, here's the thing. It's service if he's sitting here right now says, okay, let me, let me run this one by you. Let me run. We walk Trout. And then there's a home run. It's a tie game. What are you guys talking right. about today? We're like, what are they scared of Trout? You, that, Why manager, would you do that? Manager can't right. win. But I, I think it's um, because he really there is just something. Is he going to be a free agent anytime soon? No. You know his his contract that he signed kicks in. I think it kicked in either last year or this year, where he's the highest played paid player now, like thirty four ish million dollars. I think he's just ahead of Clayton Kershaw. So he's got a few more years of that. We should offer them a billion dollars. So we'll take him. Just the we, whole we, team and a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah. We do, no, we, you can keep the rest of it. We only want one player. We'll give you a billion dollars for it and bring Trout up here so he could stop hurting us for crying out loud. He's only hitting 636 against the Mariners this year. And did five I Five home runs in five games. Hootie Pass. Hootie, Hootie Pass. Another guy. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Another legendary Mariner killer. I think came, Mark, Mark Teixeira, I think, home Teixeira, runs. Teixeira, yeah. A number of home runs versus the M's. Right. He's the all-time leader now. For an opponent and hitting home runs and he's at twenty of them. Is that right? Twenty at Safeco. 20, yes. Oh, just so at Safeco. He's got thirty one total now against the Mariners. God. Twenty at Safeco. And I think eight of them in the first inning. Mm-hmm. So right away, bang! Right yeah. away, yeah! Right away, walk them. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't used know. to joke with Felix about that because remember the year a couple of years ago he hit like three or four first inning home runs off of Felix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said, just walk them. Yeah, you know, first inning. Don't yeah, give just, him anything. Yeah, yeah, and and anymore, just wait. Just be the wait of four. See you later. Don't even throw it. Don't, 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 don't fish around at all. Some exact numbers here on his contract. He's making just under 19, just over 19 million this year, and then it bumps up to 33 million oh, for next the next year. three years. Okay. 
33 million dollars mm-hmm. for that guy mm-hmm. and he, that's probably low right yeah. considering think about open market what he would get right. you know bryce harper's talking all this 40 you know yeah right <laughs> yeah but harper's talking another 300 to 320 million dollar deal come on yeah and he's been durable Trust he, me, very he, durable. he's been you know and he's i i don't know i there's certain guys that you just you just get to and baseball it feels like it happens more in baseball than any other sport. It's like Jose Altuve, what does he have against the Mariners? And it's a funny example because here's Travis right. big kind of lumbering guy and Altuve who who looks like a kid. It shows you this game is so fun because really anybody can play it. If you if you got the skills to play baseball, your size is not as important as it is in other sports. And those guys have never had a problem hitting at Safeco Field. Yeah, yeah they, they, let's get him too. Let's a billion of the I Angels, like a Trout billion of the Astros. We get them and just get them out of our hair because they're driving me crazy. We have uh, uh, got a few more fun things still to get done this morning. Uh, gas in for puck. Brad Adam in for gas. And uh, you're listening to the whole thing. It's live from the Carter Volkswagen studio. We've got the Beacon Plumbing Hotline in case of any emergencies. It's ready to go. Uh, you can, uh, you know, I never even turned on the Textmaster 9000. I'm, I'm kind of an old school guy. I like, I'm, I'm not a big, you know, text during the show. Maybe, maybe I'll turn it on and see if people are ripping us like they should be at 49451 on Sports Radio 950 KJR. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. Hey, you know, you listen long enough and even we play something good. How about that? Finally well, getting somewhere. Looking forward to the home shows, my man. Are you going to both? Going to one. Which one are you going to? It's Friday. It was a logistical nightmare. But yeah. We, we figured it out because yeah. the Mariners are on the road. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to go. Yeah, and so I was scheduled to go on that trip, and I'm like, wait a hang minute. Hang on a minute. Hang hey! on. Hey! <laughs> How can we figure this out? So I'm going to go to Texas in the first game in Houston, uh-huh. get on a plane Friday morning. Uh-huh. Jen's going to get on a plane Friday morning. We're going to cross in the sky somewhere right. probably over on Kansas. Or Will you wave at each other? Are you friendly? No, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, good. And then she goes to finish the trip, and I come mm-hmm. home Friday to see Pearl Jam. She, she and Angie both go Wednesday night. Oh, okay, good, and good. I get to go Friday. Everybody. would have been something, it'd been something if they'd have bought you both, I'm go sure. Both, I'm, course, a, I'm yeah. a knucklehead. I'll, I'll, oh, I'll want to see. If they had a third fantastic. one, I'll go to that, yep. too. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was thinking, I haven't, I, I haven't, I don't think I've seen Pearl Jam since I saw them in Italy like four years ago. Because they've kind of kept a low profile. Right. They haven't done as much touring. They just opened a European tour last night in Amsterdam. Nice. I bet everybody enjoyed themselves in Amsterdam for a variety of reasons. But everybody had a good time there. I'm glad they're at Safeco because, you know, then Fenway and Wrigley, it's it's about time they've done Safeco. Yeah, you know, I I think it was, uh, uh, you know, I don't know what took so long, but I'm glad they're finally doing it. And I I personally prefer them in a little smaller. The the stadium shows are epic because it's a stadium. I I don't mind them. I mean, Key Arena is not a great place to see a show, but I like an arena-sized show. I think it's just a little more intimate, a little tighter. Mm-hmm. But the stadium, and they're they're more than big enough to fill a stadium in terms of you know you'll you'll walk out happy if you've never oh. seen them. You're like, well, that was pretty damn good, real real good, yeah, especially you know, in Seattle. I can't wait for that show. I keep thinking that those guys know what they're doing. I tell them, I said, keep practicing and <laughs> keep stay out of it. trouble, and you might make it. But I'm starting to think maybe they've they've uh, done that. 
Uh, we've got uh, breaking news from Safeco Field, and Brad Adam will deliver it to you. It is the Mariner lineup, as announced oh. by Scott Service, who is also <laughs> Brad's like, what? What do, yeah, I, what do I have? Yeah. Do I have to work today? Do I have to go down yeah. there? Brad has been oh. signed by Facebook. Uh, yeah, the Mariner lineup, and Scott Service has not announced if they're going to walk Mike Trout in the first inning yet today. But uh, I think you've got it for us, right? I do, and I just checked, and Trout is playing. Of course he is. Hitting second. Hit nine right. home runs game, today. So I don't care about that. D. Gordon leading off, playing second base. I like that. Gene Segura, mm-hmm. who's got 30 multi-hit games. That leads the major league. How about that? How about Hitting him? over 340. Gonna, and nowhere I'm, near leading the all-star voting. Yeah. Not even the top five. Yeah. I mean, these guys, there's, there's a lot of unknown quantity around the country with these guys. Mitch Hanniger, speaking of another unknown quantity, right. leading the team in RBIs now with fit, with 50, tied with Nelson Cruz for home run lead with 15. He's batting third, playing center field tonight. Heredia gets the day off. Okay. Cruz, your DH. Seeger there at third. Span in left field. Healy at first had two home runs last night, three in his last two games. Ben Gamble had three hits last night. Mm-hmm. He plays right field tonight, and then Mike Zanino is going to be your catcher, and he will be catching the balls from... Gonzaga grad Marco Gonzalez. That's right. Gonzo. We hung that Gonzo. on him, and he's been great ever since then. I, I can't remember if it was you who said this or or, or some somebody. Uh, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought here. I'm going right off the rails. I had some brilliant point I was going to make about something uh, from within the line. Oh, it was a span. Somebody told me this the other day, and I looked it up. It might have been you. Um, and I don't think this could be your number one reason for getting a guy, but here they go out and get a guy because they needed a guy, and 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 they you know Jerry Depoto pulls off this deal, and you get a guy with really a lot of postseason experience. Now I should I should back up, not a lot of games in postseason, but right. he's been there a bunch, which in, means in he's race. played in big games in September. I mean, this is a terrific presence to add to your clubhouse. In addition to he seems to have a little bit of talent. Uh, he does still have some talent. Yeah. You're exactly right. So with Minnesota, he he played on some good teams there that were in races. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, and then also in, in uh, with the Nationals, who's yeah. in, in it every year, he expected to win. So big expectations on right. a team like that, and uh, playoffs every year. And now Nationals flame out usually first round, but mm-hmm. still, like you said, in it knows what it takes to get there and and how to hopefully perform. You know, once you get there, so he'll be a good influence down the stretch too. Couple of uh, updates for you. DJ Fluker will join us at noon from Seahawks minicamp. DJ Fluker still has not played a game as a Seahawk, signed in March, uh, and uh, he'll be with us. If you want to talk to Brad, he's here. He is absolutely. You could talk. You could tell your friends. I talked to a TV star today. Two eight six nine five nine five eight hundred eight two nine zero nine five zero. We're just sitting around uh, uh, shooting the bull. So if you want to lob in a, a, a comment, a complaint, a question. Uh, any of those numbers are available. And remember, pound 950 car phones go to the front of the line. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's even a, a thing anymore. <laughs> Somebody they referred car to their phone? car phone. Terry, remember a car Terry phone? Was that's right. Terry said, I want my car phone. phone. <laughs> what are you, what are you, uh, you an idiot? From the 80s, right. The uh, big blocks, the I, bricks. Yeah, yeah I, when I first moved here in 91, we covered press. We didn't know what we were doing. It's a miracle we survived. We, we were new. I mean, the whole concept of sports talk radio was still pretty new. We were like the third or fourth station to try it. And the Mariners are getting ready to leave. One of many times the Mariners are going to skedaddle out the back door and go to Tampa Bay with Jeff Smolian uh, driving the bus. And there's all this uh, skullduggery and things are going on. There's press conferences. And we would cover the press conference with those big brick cell phones. Because we, you know, how, how else are we going to cover right. it, you know? And we would go down, and I, I remember, and I just felt like the biggest 
nerd ever because I'm trying to, you know, make a presence in the community and get people to know who I am. And I'm standing there and all these, you know, all these big time media hacks are in this room in downtown and something major is being announced. And I have to stand next to the speaker of the, of the, the with, with the your cell phone. phone. Right. Better, better still watching the battery just get drained. And then at the right exact moment between questions, switching the battery real quick, like with one hand and putting a backup back, and then watching that battery drain, and that was it. We had two cell phone batteries, and when it drained, our coverage was over. So hopefully the important stuff would have happened the presser, right. during the 10 minutes that we were actually able to be live. Uh, and that was at 91. So that, hey, Look I, at you I, now, man. Yeah, look at me now. Look at all this equipment you have around yeah, you. I, and I don't know how to use any of it. I have no idea. I just barely got the Heritage Distilling text line turned on, and it depressed the hell out of me. We got people taking shots at Terry Blunt, people taking shots at Elise Woodward. Somebody taking a shot at either me or Chuck. I couldn't. It, it happened right during the So I'm not sure if they're mad at Chuck or mad at me. And So I'm going to say Chuck because so he's yeah. not here to defend himself. Uh, I got a guy saying the Seahawks are going to be a lot better than you and the rest of the media. Give him a chance to be. Oh, Earl, good. Earl isn't a, a factor. Hmm. I'm sure I'd buy that. I think Earl's a fan. Now, I, do, I think so. I always think the Seahawks could look, look, I'm the one who's been saying all along. The Seahawks were the down year for the Seahawks was nine and seven. And if they'd had a kicker, they'd have won maybe ten, maybe eleven, maybe twelve games, maybe host a first, maybe get a buy and then host Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's a down year. So I'm not one that thinks the wheels are coming completely off, although they have lost a lot of talent from that team, but they did that with a lot of injuries. I don't think it's right. doom and gloom for them. I don't think so either. No, not they, they've built uh, not, not just uh, talent wise and culture wise and expectations. Now, they, they, yeah, they, they don't accept a six and ten mm-hmm. anymore. You know, right. it's different. No, they rebuild whatever you want to call it, retool. Um, they, yeah, it's playoffs every year for that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, that's and the I, goal every year. And, Super Bowl, and, and, yep. and I think even with everybody out and all the guys they've lost, I just I think it's reasonable. And and look, may, may, look, it would would it shock me if they threw out a seven and nine? No, because that does happen within the NFL occasionally. But it's it's not going that direction. It's going to be they'll they'll be and with the talent they've got, I think they'll end up winning some games. Let's uh, some people want to talk to a, a, an actual live TV star, starting with Dave oh, in Normandy geez. Park. Dave, uh, welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Say, um, I just have a question because on May fifteenth, the, the chewing tobacco ban went into effect, but nobody's paying any attention to it. I'm just wondering if, uh, what the scoop is or what has to happen, because that, that's something that unnerves me a bit. That does it, yes, it doesn't bother me. I, mean, I get why it does. I get why some people are... Doesn't, I, I don't care one way or the other as long as they're not spitting it on my shoes. Sure. But we're certainly still seeing guys <laughs> chew, Brad. Absolutely. And, and you're right. It, I, don't, I don't fully understand the ban, and, and I'm, I'm sorry, Dave, I don't have a better answer for you, but I know a lot of parks throughout baseball have... have have implemented this uh, no tobacco ban, and mm-hmm. whether it means you, you get a, a fine, I think maybe if if you're caught doing it, or players can, but fans can't, or play. I, I don't know how is worded or how it actually works. Yeah, and and what I would say, David, yeah, I don't I don't chew tobacco, I don't smoke tobacco, I, I never have. I've had a cigarette in my day from time, but I've never smoked. I was I don't think I've ever bought. I used to have cigarettes in in, in when I was in a bar and if it was smoky and somebody has, I said, yeah, I might as well dive in here. But I never. I used to smoke on airplanes occasionally. Wow, because you'd get seated in the smoking section. Can you believe that they allow people to smoke no. on airplanes? It was the most unbelievable thing you ever. I just think this is yeah. the stupidest thing I have ever seen in my life. And yet you'll partake. Well, if you're in the smoking Good section point. again, I mean, look, I, I might as well be a part of it. I, I just it, it felt like you know, but 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 my my long-winded point here, Dave, is my thing is tobacco's legal. True. 
So if we want to make it illegal, but as long as it's legal, I don't I don't think it's right for people to say you can't use it here. That that doesn't that that kind of offends my and I'm not any one thing, but my the libertarian in me says, now wait a minute, who are you to tell me I can't use a legal product? Well, I guess my biggest deal is I I'm a high school coach or was, sure, and, yeah, and a lot of my high school kids would would dig into that stuff right. whenever they could, and not at games, of course, but you know, I just got to be where they're just looking at these guys and, oh, I'm going to do that, too. And it's just kind of, um, that's, that's my big deal. And it was banned officially, um, so, but they're just not paying any attention. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, you Dave, know, I keep thinking, you know. I get asked that about the band and about the players, and, and I have to think there's not a lot of Mariners that still use, you know, smokeless tobacco. Is there somebody? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to There's think. some that do, but, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think of all the everyday player out there. I, I, maybe there's a couple of pitchers that maybe still do, but mm-hmm. I don't see any of the position guys that do it. Right. You know, so that's good. But I know yeah. you, you want to, you know, yeah. teach the kids. Gamble. Right. I know Gamble it's Gamble and health. Hanager do, but yeah. you know. Hey, don't don't out our guys. We don't need that. <laughs> Knock it off. We don't need now now, Dave. Now the visitors do. Watch the, the the cops will go down there and they'll get arrested for violating this, and we don't have them today, and we lose, and it's your fault, Dave. How are you going to feel then? Yeah. <laughs> that's it hey get out of here i've had enough of dave no he brings up a great point for and not having kids that just doesn't i i resonates i understand that but it just is not i, I can't get all i i'd be hypocritical i said i'm worried about the children i right is it 18 or 21 and over to buy i think it. it's 18 to buy i okay. believe yeah okay and I tried chewing tobacco. Well, like most people. I tried people, it once yeah you try it once yeah and the guys that can figure out how to do it i was too stupid they get addicted to it. I was like, all right, well, I'm never doing that again. Exactly. That was just instant. We're talking about altitude sickness earlier. It was like instant pain, just instant. Oh, this is just the worst idea of my life. Bob out in uh, Bothell. Hello, Bob. Hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, just a quick story about chewing tobacco. I was a little kid, about 10, 12. <laughs> and back in the day, you know, I grew up here in Redmond. Um, they used to sell these shredded beef jerky in my Older brother and his friends were hanging out, and I thought it was that what they were doing. And I said, oh, can I have one? Can I have one? And I said, all right, yeah, just to get you out of here. And they gave me a big handful, and I swallowed it. Never oh. touched chewing tobacco ever again. <laughs> Never. Not. That's what again. we need to do, just make people eat it, yeah. get sick, and then cure them. And sim- a similar quick story, and then we'll get to your other point, Bob, is that uh, at FX sure. McCrory's, they used to serve grated horseradish on the side of a roast beef sandwich, and I, on two different times, was with oh. people who thought it was coleslaw and took a huge, and it was <laughs> it was amazing to watch, because it was <laughs> five or six minutes of sheer intense pain for the poor person who had done it. Mm. Yeah, yes. no yeah. good. Like being tricked with wasabi, thinking that it's uh, something else. I, I, uh, see, I know what wasabi is, and I always... Push it too far. I'd be the worst if I was if I was really an addict for something really. I'd be the worst because I'm always on the side. I'm like, I'm gonna try a little more, and they're like, Oh no, oh no, mm-hmm. I've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The question is, do you think the Mariners this year are gonna have to win 95 games, considering the injuries and the downfall, a little bit of the downfall of the Angels um, this year? You know, I, I, I'm I'm thinking we may have a chance to actually win the division. That's my goal, but I'm thinking, do you think 95 is good enough to get us in a playoff spot? I'll take your answer off the air. Thank you. I Bob, think 95 I would. Oh, I, my gosh, yes. Yeah, I don't I, think you need 95. You know, most, look, even the best and the hottest of teams, there's bad times coming. I mean, it's, it's hard to, you know, the 
you know, people uh, will talk about it. it looks like 2001. Well, yeah, it does, except that that team was a, an anomaly and that they just never had that, that downturn. Right. Most teams are going to have it. I, I'd take 95 right now. Oh, in a heartbeat. I don't think they're going to need 95. No. I think that I like Bob's uh, thought there. For, you know, we were talking wild card, second wild card, this, that. You know, they're in first place. We can start talking about winning the West, right? Right, right. So 95, 90, boy, 95 might win you the West. Houston might win more than that, but I don't, for that second wild card, whether it's Seattle or Houston, I don't think it's going to be much. Yeah, I don't think you're going to need more ninety. I, I I don't see the Angels keeping pace. Right, I really don't. And they, Mams can have a say in that because I think this is the third of eleven games they have with the Angels between now and the All Star break. I believe it's eleven, might be thirteen. But the point being, if the M's can can, you, they could put the Angels far enough in the rearview mirror that you can stop worrying about them at all and right. just focus on either winning or getting the wild card, one or the other. I mean, You'd rather win because you'd rather have a little bit of margin for mm-hmm. error. How about that? How about this scenario? How about the M's get into that one game playoff, which is just mind numbing how much pressure's on you? Yes. To get in there. Yes. And, and and what if it just dials up that Felix is the starter and 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 it, and, and things haven't gotten ironed out, but he's managed to stay right. in the rotation, but And he's gonna be the guy. You know, I, he he does well to give him credit. He does well in, in big games. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he hasn't had a, a playoff game or a game maybe deciding a playoff, so I can't say those kind of pressure. But in Yankee Stadium, you know, Red Sox when he faced off against Daisuke making his Fenway debut, mm-hmm. Felix throws a one hitter. So he has a, a history of of big games coming through. So right. I like to think, you know, opening days he's fantastic. So I like mm-hmm. to think maybe he could rise to the occasion. But it will be a, a quick leash. Well, yeah, and, and and you and what would also be interesting would be to see how service may handle it because he'll have some chances. They do the math, sure. He'll do. He'll have some chances to to make sure that that doesn't. Ha- I mean, I don't know. I so do you throw Paxson to get in, right? Well, or? well, I, and and again, if you're just trying to get to the wild, it'll depend maybe on whether they're trying to get into it or right. whether with with ten days to go. Hey, they they're know. they're in. Right, they're, they're locked in. They're going to be either home or away for the wild card. It's going to be, and and then you can set it so it would be. And I'm sure that they would try and set it to have Paxton then pitch that game. I mean, you'd have to just to ensure to get into the next to the next. You got to win card. that one day game, and then you get into the the best of series. So it's the you know it'd be you versus probably Boston or New York. Right. And and you're like, well, you want your best guy, and your best guy is Paxton. So now the only thing that could change that is is if you're then battling, say, the Angels to get in. Like the Angels are nipping at your heels, like, hey, we got to stay on our rotation. We can't afford to give anybody else because right. we got to stay ahead of them. And uh, it's, I don't know, it'll be interesting to. Uh, I, I'm. It should be interesting. You're right. Felix and how the rest of the season unfolds for him is 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 a very fascinating story because I think everyone kind of feels the same way. A tremendous empathy for this guy and a tremendous yeah, there, there are the, the cold hearted cynics, I get that like, hey, you know, he's done. Well, I don't know, maybe. I think most people are like, God, I hope there's a way for this guy. I mean, two games ago he looked like the old Felix, so And just for Tim to be along for this ride. Mm-hmm. You know, for him to get to the postseason. I mean, yeah. It would be a shame that they get there and he's not a big part of it yeah. this year. Uh, a little so. bit of broadcast news yesterday I wanted to touch on. It's not. A, it's hard to know exactly what this is going to mean, but the Time Warner merger you may have seen went, you went through. It's been for years. I feel like years that they've been discussing and debating this, and it's finally gone through. And the reason I bring it up is that will be another, that will impact sport. We're talking about Facebook. This will impact sports fans and how they view things. 
because they'll be you know, one of the one of the lawyers who was arguing against this said, well, they're going to try and weaponize their con uh, content, which I love because that's what everyone in broadcasting is doing. We're trying to weaponize our content to make money for the people who you know own us. That's part part of the deal. Uh, it, it to me. This this creates a behemoth, and it will create uh, more money pouring in, in in theory. Now, I don't know what their whole plan is, but in theory, more money rolling into sports rights, mm-hmm. which means more money rolling into salaries. You, you know, the NFL may even have to say, hey, we don't need a salary cap anymore. I don't expect that to happen, but, uh, you know, gosh, with these franchises worth $5 billion and now all this other money coming in, maybe we don't need it. But, but, and, and then also how you consume sport, because one way you weaponize content anymore, particularly in the TV business, is by having live sports, because it's the, it's the one bulletproof thing in terms of people will not record it and watch it later. They, I mean, some do. Right. But for the most part, you want to watch it in real time. Or if maybe you're a half hour behind, but you're trying to catch up. And, and part of what's really made that a factor again is, and I don't think it was ever going to go away, but is social media because you want to watch the game and you want to watch your Twitter feed. And if you're right. a half hour behind, you can't do that. So you want to catch up as, as so there, it is going to be interesting. I would assume there'll be a lot of money and, and that they will attack sport, maybe buy properties, maybe put money into various things. It's, a, it's an interesting story. And no matter where you stand on it, whether you're for it or against it, uh, it's, it's going to mean more money. The, the, we haven't found the bottom of the bottomless well of money that is going to be poured into pro sports in this country yet. Yeah. I keep thinking. Right, we got, we're, we got to be about done, right? No, we're, now we got not Facebook at all. and other people yeah, coming. We got, we got Facebook that we're streaming the game on today. You've got this uh, Time Warner merger. It's going to lead to a lot of capital coming in in various various places. And I, I not you know, I'm not I'm not sharp enough. If I was sharp enough to know where it was going, I'd be down there in the meetings. They'd That's be asking right, me be what there. I thought. I'd be yeah, I'd be yeah. So I think this is a very good idea. Now let me hand me a thousand dollar bill so I can light my cigar. <laughs> uh, but that's uh, that's one for for sports fans. It's a little off the sports page, but something to kind of keep an eye on. I would imagine you're going to be impacted by this probably in a positive way. Uh, I, I'm not sure I buy. Somebody said, well, this will lead to cheaper, and I'm not sure anything leads yeah, to cheaper Does it ever anymore. lead to cheaper? Hardly feels like it ever does, but uh, but we'll see. We'll see how it all works out, and uh, and that's going to be something to keep an eye on. We have got uh, the Sounders Weekly Recap, and yesterday, Jackson and, and uh, Puck and yours truly, we each picked a group of three World Cup teams. Garth Lagerway is going to decide which one of us did the best job, and we'll talk to Jackson more about the World Cup uh, the America, uh, the the U.S. Mexico Canada bid. I got hammered on the Heritage Distilling text line. Hey, Canada and, and Mexico are part of America. Well, technically, that's true. Uh, so the uh, the big bid, the three country bid. We'll talk about that as we continue on Puck and Gas on Sports Radio. This now back to Puck it and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR, entertaining sports talk. Yeah, really? You know I can't stand this. Oh, this is Ole Ole. No, this is Ole Ole, yeah. All right. Has anybody written anything about soccer in the last century? Because everything we got is old stuff, right? Am I right about that? You are hey, by, right. By yeah. 2026, we're going to have some new We'll have some songs. new soccer music? Yeah, we'll have some new soccer music. Why, why don't we get Ole by Pearl Jam? It's not really a soccer song, but it is Ole. We can pass it off That'll as such, right? I got it. Uh, I'm sure you don't. It's, it's, it's a, you'll, have to, you'll have to look on the interweb. You'll have to look on uh, Facebook and, and if you can get through all the Mariner coverage. <laughs> hey, we'll have McCready do the anthem. Yeah, awesome. that's right. Have McCready rip it out there, yeah. 
Uh, hey, here we go. It's uh, it's uh, Jackson Feltz joining us on the uh, heels of another successful Sounders Weekly. Sounders are on KJR tonight, five thirty kick, four thirty pre. Big midweek match. They've got a chance to. You know, they've got. Uh, uh, they've played two fewer games than many of the teams in the West, and they've been stinko. We know that. But they, you know, with the three points a game, you can get back in it quickly. This midweek, not you know, every there's like five matches tonight, I think. So you wouldn't gain ground on everybody, but you can sneak in three points. Be kind of sneaky, right? They were ten points from the red line, which is the line to make the playoffs mm-hmm. in I want to say August of 2016, and right. they came back to make the playoffs. They're eleven points from the red line right now, and yeah. it's the start of June. So yeah. there's a lot of time to get back in. This. And Wiley Coyote, super genius, aka Brian Schmetzer, is coaching the team. Yes, so we're exactly. I, I, I'm feeling we're in good shape uh, on, on that one. Hey, yesterday we decided to all pick World Cup teams. Uh, we had a draft. I I think I got hornswoggled in the draft, frankly, because Jackson was like, "Let's do this and this," and I know Jackson ends up with some powerhouse teams. So, who are the three you have? Uh, I had uh, I shouldn't say Argentina. I had Germany, Spain, and England. You wanted Argentina, and Puck stole them from you, <sighs> and that makes me bitter about his entire roster. He has Argentina, France, and some team that can't win. But but yeah, you you could have told him. Any team is really good. He would have sold that team. You should have told him that you know one of the worst worst countries. Yeah, well, Saudi Arabia. He, he wanted to believe Saudi. He's, okay, here's the Jackson problem. Jackson wants him. I want him. So Argentina put out a manual to their entire the AFA, their entire group from coaching to the players to everybody going, <laughs> and them in the manual, which is how to behave in Russia for the World Cup. It included here's how to pick up Russian women. So Puck picks up on this story about this manual. The, thinks it's the greatest thing he's ever seen. And is now an Argentina fan, apparently. Yeah, so he gotcha. goes with them number one yeah. overall. Wouldn't know the hand of God. I couldn't explain hand of God to <laughs> you. If, 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 if you gave me, so Puck, here's a million dollars. What is hand of God referencing in terms of Argentina soccer? Could you explain that to me? It's okay. You I've, said earlier you're I've, kind of a very I've casual heard, fan. Heard it, but yeah. I, I can't either. Yeah, but the point. Darn it. And Jackson and I are nerds, so we know. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then I picked. Uh, I picked uh, uh, Belgium. Yes. Uh, and then I picked. Uh, uh, who's my my big one? I'm I'm drawing a blank. Well, Uruguay is your other one, Uruguay. and then Ooh, um, that's not my big one. I picked a team. That oh, can Brazil. Win. Brazil. I, yeah, yeah, Brazil. Yeah. Brazil. I forgot that I picked Brazil. That's how much I know about what's going on. So we presented this to Lagerway last night, right? Grant uh, Garth Lagerway, who is the co-host of Sounders Weekly, uh, and also dabbles in some general manager stuff for the Sounders. <laughs> <laughs> and we gave him, you anonymously gave him the three, right? And you said, pick yeah. the best group. Do we hear the whole thing let's, here? Let's hear the whole thing. All right, here we go. You tell me who has the best team of three, okay? So they want to pick the winner. Exactly. So group one, I'm not going to say who has who, but group one has Argentina, France, and Portugal. Group two has Brazil, Belgium, and Uruguay. And then group three has Germany, Spain, and England. So which one, two, or three group would you pick? Interesting. So groups one and three for me have two teams that can win it. I know some would say that Belgium can, but for me that's a little bit more far fetched. That's fine, Garth. Um, I would say I would narrowly take uh, group three. Hey, yeah. how about look that? that? Look at that. How about that? So this is all worked out just the way you planned it, Feltz. It's all coming together for you. Yeah, it works out. So he likes Germany. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's the team he's he's rooting for because, well, in addition to, of course, Panama and Sweden, the teams that the Sounders have players playing for. Sure. Uh, but he has studied uh, in Germany for a while, he was talking about. Uh, and since America's out, that, that's the team he's rooting for. So it all works is, out. Is he of German descent? Uh, no. He said he's from... Uh, he's from I want to say he's... Mississippi? 
No. Uh, I have to look back up in that audio, but but there it's also a team that didn't make uh, it wasn't Greenland? Italian. No, it was the Netherlands. The Netherlands. The Netherlands. He has descent from from them, but uh, so but they didn't make the World Cup either. Yeah. So he's kind of uh, you know, SOL, but oh, man. he's rooting for Germany and uh and of course Panama and Sweden. And uh Sounders tonight and they're playing uh, the Red Bull and Vodkas tonight, right? <laughs> yeah. The Red Bull and Vodkas. <laughs> New York has two teams. They got uh, NYC FC. Which I, I can't stand the FC stuff. I'm so glad that they went with Sounders here. And if you want to call it Sounders FC, that's okay. But I like a team. Teams got to have a nickname. So FC, of course, relating to football club. Right. Did you hear what the new MLS club FC Cincinnati is now calling their club? It's not. It's not football club of Cincinnati. It's actually foosball club of Cincinnati. Foosball. And this, this is not a joke no. because in German football is is foosball. Or mm-hmm. the, I don't have the accent, of course. Right. So it's because they have more Germans than than anything else in, in that city. Huge it's, German population, yeah. Cincinnati. No it, doubt. It's it's foosball club of Cincinnati FC Cincinnati instead of uh-huh. football club like it's Seattle Sounders football club it's so do you, do you, yeah. you do you like this stuff or do you like like the traditional like Seattle Sounders Portland Timbers yeah. I I, um, I would rather get I mean Real Real uh, excuse me Real Salt Lake well, get rid of that phony Come Salt Lake on. we know what they Come are. Come up with names Seattle uh-huh. Sounders just Seattle Sounders who's who's the who's the dumbest one in MLS the dumbest oh, name Real think? Salt Lake it's it's not even close I, I I'm not a big sporting Kansas City fan. Oh, I got to yeah, tell you that. Really I like I like bad. the club and I love I love Brad Man. Evans. He's my, my favorite Seattle athlete ever, and I hope he does well. I don't like the name Sporting KC. I just I don't know. What and then everybody can continuing to go with United, Atlanta United, Minnesota United. Mm-hmm. Stop the Uniteds. Come up with an actual team name like the Sounders or the Timbers. Come up with something. Be creative. Well, what were there? There were three choices the MLS wanted for Seattle. It was Republic Alliance. Yeah. They wanted to be Seattle Alliance. Republic, Seattle Alliance. And FC Seattle, I think right. the three. And we said, you know, they said no to all, all No, they conned them. Yeah. They, they conned them. They, they, they said, oh, those are great. Those are, but you know what? We It's Seattle, and we're very democratic. We're going to have a name the team contest, and we're going to put a write-in vote in because people like to, you know, that's they like to feel a part. But your names are awesome. They, they told, they basically conned <laughs> the MLS. <laughs> and, and so then and the, the write-in, like 87% said Sounders. is Oh, geez, well, we got to do what the fans want. And they're like, because the MLS didn't want Sounders because they thought it uh, – it was a minor league connotation. It was the minor league yeah. team. We don't want that. And it's like, ah, it, it, it connotes history. It just made sense to continue sure, with Sounders. It was sure. Seattle's team. I think they should have kept the whale. What was his name? Sammy? Oh, Sammy the Orca? Was it Sammy the Orca? my friend Stephen Egan. Yeah, I think <laughs> it was Sammy the Orca. I think it was Sammy the Orca. I don't know why they didn't keep him. I think they got rid of him. What was the rush to get rid of Sammy the Orca? That doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> uh, all right, I think this was the best Sounders weekly recap we ever had. I, I'm, I'm not sure if that's... I think it was the best one. How do you feel about it? I feel great. 4.30 pregame starts tonight. New Seattle and New York. And the uh, fighting Red Bull and Vodkas will try and derail the suddenly lukewarm Sounders. Come off a nice big win last Saturday. Let's see if they can keep it up. Uh, tonight, in the noon hour, uh, South Seas gambling correspondent Ed Wyatt joins us from Melbourne, Australia. He is literally just rolling out of the sack now. It's all, it's like 5 o'clock in the morning tomorrow in Australia, and Ed's going to join us. Uh, plus, DJ Fluker coming up, right? DJ Fluker next from the Seahawks on Sports Radio. Hey,